Welcome to Galaxy Moonbeam Night Sight. We are the retro show that talks about all the great memories of the baby boomer years and generation. Those years being the folks born between 1946 and 1964. I'm Mike. I'm Smitty. we got a great show planned here for you today. We're well over 200 shows. Well over because we've got some in production. We're a little bit over. I think this is going to be maybe show 204, 205. But uh, we've got some great stuff to talk about today, and we're so glad you're here to join us. Smitty, have you ever opened a box of Cracker Jacks? Sure. And uh, not only was it fun to eat the Cracker Jack, but you're waiting for the toy prize that's inside the box. The toy prize, and usually it was something I didn't want or didn't need. It was never the things they tell you that was inside (laughs) of those, as Doodles Weaver would try and tell you. Remember when he would do the Cracker Jack commercials? Yeah, Doodles Weaver. We're going to spend about the next half hour or so, next 28 minutes, talking about the premiums, the giveaways, the little things that maybe maybe you'd get if you talked your mom or dad into going to the right gas station and they were giving like the 76, the little orange ball sure. that you go in the car antenna, yeah. little freebies, premiums. Maybe they weren't free. Maybe maybe for the cost of, of shipping, you could send enough bubblegum wrappers or comics and, and get something nice for the summer to keep you occupied. It, it was kind of a neat time. Uh, remembrances, those things are very valuable because they weren't meant to collect, and then right. they got thrown away. You yeah. know, And Mom emptied your sock drawer out and dumped everything out, along with all the premiums from the little license plate things we were talking about yeah. earlier. But yeah. what, what are your fondest memories of, of things that a kid could get for the, for maybe a quarter or the, or the cost of a nickel, yeah, or just, free, or for free, yeah. No, I, I remember that uh, there was a, I believe it was a, a cereal or something that had an offer uh, on the back of it or whatever to get a little a little car, a little plastic car that would. Uh, let me see if I can describe this for our listeners that would that would sort of plug into a little charger. It wasn't electrical; it was mechanical. You'd plug it into a little thing with, with a spring in it. It had a little lever. You put it down on the ground, and you'd release the lever, and the, the car would just shoot out. And I remember specifically that I wanted this, and it was uh, it required uh, a check, I think, for shipping or something, maybe a dollar or so or something. And I specifically remember asking my dad to write a check for that so that I could get that. And I remember that really, really well. And then I think it was inside boxes of honeycomb cereal, I think, is where you'd get, uh, they used to have a little miniature license plates that you could put on your bicycle. I think you're right, Yeah, Smitty. yeah. I honey- think it was honeycomb, honeycomb. Yeah. yeah. My dad used to buy that when I was a kid, and um, I had I had some of the license plates, and it was always, you know, oh, what state is it going to be this time? I remember having the Oklahoma one. I don't think I ever had the California one, but I had, I had Oklahoma and Massachusetts. Never had a California one. I think there may have been one or two more. There were so many premiums. Yeah. I, I, that's one I do remember, the little license plate. Yes. And wasn't there one you could, it was a premium, and I'm not sure 
which product it was, but it was a cereal product, either by Post or Kellogg's. Right. And you could make your own license plate. It yes. had little, little stickers. Little stickers, right. You peel right. them off, and it had the light, little plastic frame, and you could put your name. Maybe. Right. Those were fun. And then, Those were fun, yeah, yeah. But Kellogg's was probably the leader in the cereal premiums. I remember in the 50s and 60s, gosh, there was something on the back of every Kellogg's box. It could have been a, a puzzle that you would take a knife or your scissors and cut out mm-hmm. and do this puzzle. But usually it was a special offer. And if not a special offer, I, first thing that comes to mind would have been uh, on, in the Kellogg's, the, I think it was OK, called OK Cereal, early mm-hmm. 60s. Mm-hmm. It was the Yogi Bear uh, Milk Mug and Cereal Bowl. OK, all right. And you still see you see those on eBay's, and I think you'd send fifty cents, and you'd send fifty cents, and I think two box tops from Kellogg's OK cereal, and you would get the Yogi Bear, the little milk mug, and and the cereal bowl. Yeah. And that was so thrilling. Like we've said so many times on previous shows, maybe just the feeling of getting a box in the mail with your name with on your it. name on it. Yeah, you made it made you feel real special. Yeah, special, and and the fact that it was yours and it was an adventure it was exciting. And it was never up to the standards that you expected <laughs> That's right. it. That's it, right. It never looked like how they photographed exactly. it. Exactly. It never did, yeah. No, there was always, uh, you know, that, there was that, the, the excitement of sending away for something. And I know that uh, cereal companies were very big on that, uh, being able to send in a box top or two and maybe 25 cents for postage. And you'd receive whatever it was you were going to receive, a toy or a a little car or whatever it might be, and uh, that was very exciting for a kid. Well, and a lot of um, a lot of freebies, a lot of little things that we talk about. Cracker Jacks, probably over the period of Cracker Jack history, there have been thousands of little toys and and little uh, gifts that come in a Cracker Jack box. And in the twenties and thirties, even during the Depression, they were metal. They were actually valuable, yeah. and then they went yeah. to plastic. But I remember there were, you could get a whistle or a ring or a mm-hmm. Cracker Jack, uh, a figurine of something. And there are actually fanatics, guys who collect Cracker Jack prizes, wow. and, and they have a convention. I don't remember where it's at, but they trade premiums. And these would come in a little paper, most of the time a little paper pouch. Yep. That you would open up. It looked like a little packet of, of sugar, and you'd open it up, yep. and there was a toy. Right. And you couldn't wait to eat that sticky popcorn and get that and get it done so you could reach down there and get your little fingers far enough down to slip that pack out and open it mike how many of us remember trying to uh shake that cereal box just keep shaking it to try to get that whatever it was a license plate or toy to come up up to the surface and it just seemed to take forever to to eat all that cereal so you could get down to the point where you could take that gift out of the box even when you'd go to the I go to the store with my mom. I even get pick the cereal out that I didn't like <laughs> yeah. because it had something that yeah. inside there that I wanted. Sure. The gas stations were worse because you would have to go to a certain gas station to get a certain type of toy. We all know about the 76 Union. I don't know, 76, I don't know if that's back east, but in Southern California, the 76 Union, I'll bet in the mid-1960s, late-1960s, every car in Southern California had the little orange 76 yeah, ball 76 on their car ball. antenna. Sure, yeah, absolutely. That was kind of fun because you would get those and you'd use them for everything but what they were meant for. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> you put them on your bike and I remember I'd go to school and I'd have it on the back of my pencil. And, yeah. And you'd have them and you'd think of a, just premiums. This cost maybe less than a penny to make yeah, these, but yeah. the exposure was incredible. Sure, it was free advertising for them. Especially Kellogg's, how much cereal they sold 
for people who normally would have bought Post or Quaker, right. but they had to get that little thing. That little toy or whatever it was. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, you know, you go way back to the turn of the century, Smitty, and I used to collect these. They were called Vienna art plates, and they were plates, and they had... Uh, they had artwork. They had people in like turn of the century and the the art art nouveau drawing pictures of beautiful ladies sitting on a bench, and they were made of metal. Okay. They were very cheap, but those these were plates, regular small dinner plates, and they were on the back. It would say Vienna art plate, and they were included in a box of cereal. Wow. And you could get the whole collection. I think there were probably a hundred different ones. If you went to eBay and, and typed in Vienna art plate, these were big metal plates. And I collected them for a while and a lot of the ones that were in my collection, people would buy them and not eat off them because they were art plates. They were decorations. Okay. Right, right, right. And you could see where they'd drill a couple of holes in the back of them and put them on their walls. Okay. So they were actually pieces of art. I they they wouldn't do it nowadays or even the 50s these were very very heavy metal items but okay. it was a plate it was a dinner plate that you would get and you could get small china plates small little plates and little saucers in in cereal in the 40s and 50s i understand and those are very collectible today i imagine oh, like. extremely collectible uh admirers i've talked about in my celluloid admirer collection uh where you would send 2 cents for the cost of postage and get this beautiful pocket mirror. They were made of celluloid. Mm-hmm. And celluloid is today's version of cheap plastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was a pocket mirror, maybe the size of, maybe a little bigger than a silver dollar. And it would be a mirror on one side that a lady could look and adjust her lipstick or her right. makeup. On the other side was a blatant advertisement. And I've yeah. got some. I could probably put them up on, on the website, Smitty, but I have one from Menon. Okay. And Menon's, I think it was a shaving soap or whatnot. Okay, right. Ours, Violet, Violet Aftershave from 1903. These little, and these are extremely collectible. I, it's, I started getting them in the 70s when they, you could buy them for 10, 15 bucks. Now they're three, four hundred dollars. Wow. But there's literally hundreds of them. There's books written about advertising mirrors, and these were cheap, freebie, premium items that were just thrown in if if you bought a. If you bought a, 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 a can of shaving soap that you'd mix up, like my grandfather with the right, mug, yes, there was yes. no, there was no uh, foamy by right, at yes. the time. You'd make your own, and you'd send two cents, and you'd get this little mirror. Sure. Again, tremendous exposure for the manufacturer. Right. I think a lot of that was, was an advertising ploy and uh, exposure ploy for different manufacturers, mm-hmm. whether it be... Shaving soap or laundry detergent mm-hmm. or uh, cereal, breakfast cereal or whatever it, it might be. Certainly, uh, it helped sales. Uh, kids that wanted whatever it happened to be, whatever toy, or even probably uh, wasn't there a time, Mike, when uh, I think back in the '30s or whatever, uh, kind of related to what you're talking about, those Vienna plates. Where you there were some I forget if it was dishwashing. Uh, a powder or something that actually had dishes in there? You, did you collect a set of dishes sure. or something like uh, that? Dishes, ashtrays. Yeah, ashtrays, yeah. Uh, just premiums, and that was right. their way to get the brand name out. We talked in a previous episode. In fact, not too long ago, Smitty, one of our one of our most current previous episodes on the uh, on the cigarette coupons. Oh, yes. Raleigh and yeah. Kent. And Raleigh coupons. I, I speak of a friend of mine whose parents furnished their patio 
with things from the Raleigh City yes, Coupons, we folding about chair yeah, and a right. card table and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there's people that furnish their homes with these. Yeah. In the 50s and 60s, just about everybody smoked cigarettes. As of yesterday in California, the tax went up $2, and now it's $9 for a pack of cigarettes. Oh, my gosh. It's isn't that something? cheaper to go somewhere and buy your patio yes, furniture. exactly, yes. But there's usually a premium associated with just about everything you could buy, and uh this show would have no value if we touched in on the little on the little toys that came with the Happy Meals and yes. the Burger Kings and, and the big competition of who was going to give the happiest Happy Meal. Mm-hmm. I told you about the bag we found. I was cleaning my garage. There's yeah. a big paper shopping bag out there. I never knew what was in there. And my daughters now are 28 and 35 years old, but we were just like every other parent in the 80s. Driving around, you get your kid a Happy Meal. Well, my wife put all the Happy Meal toys in this bag from nearly 30 years ago and kept them. And it's amazing the evolution of the Happy Meal toy. We always got the girl toys because I didn't have sons. But anything that was going on on TV, the the Lost Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and Magilla Gorilla. We got them all now, folks. (laughs) If If you collect premiums from 80s era... McDonald's girl toys and Happy Meals. Give me a call. I got a deal for you. Yeah, yeah. Now those, I imagine those are very collectible now, Mike. Yeah, you'd think, but there were so many of them produced, and a lot of people did keep them. And they were, of course, cheap plastic made in China. And a lot of the hair, like Beauty and the Beast, the lady's hair has deteriorated. Sure, yeah. The powder, but you know they go anywhere. It depends on what they are, and, and most of them are mechanical. They do something. They roll. Okay. You wind them up, and they go anywhere from three dollars to five dollars a piece. And they're just kind of cute. It's kind of a time capsule of what went on in the 70s where you know how many McDonald's customers there were because Mm -hmm. the kids would shut up if you got them a Happy Meal. They'd eat their cheeseburger and be quiet and play with this toy that cost McDonald's probably one and a half cents. Yeah. But interesting how that would draw customers. Sure. And the goodies that you would get. The early scratch tickets, the uh, mm-hmm. trading stamps, just mm-hmm. just things, especially if a kid, because these people weren't stupid, these big marketing guys. You get to the kid, and there's a good chance the parents are going to throw their arms up. And even uh, in some cereal boxes, you'd get a comic book. You'd mm-hmm. get a little, little yeah, novel right. yeah. or an adventure story or yeah, a comic right. book, and, and it would say, so let's say, collect all 12. So, of course, these guys aren't dummies. You keep making your mom buy Rice Krispies till you got all 12. Usually you gave up and lost interest by about yeah. three. <laughs> yeah. But there were restaurants that did that, too. Bob's Big Boy. Bob's Big Boy. Very, yeah. very popular yeah. here out on the West yeah. Coast, folks. I know you had some of your your type of diners or your, your drive-ins back where you live. But right. Bob's Big Boy would have a comic book featuring Big Boy, and you'd go in and you'd have to get the comic book. Yeah. Those are extremely valuable. Anything's Bob's Big Boy is extremely valuable. My goodness, yeah. some of the prices on that stuff. Oh. Yeah, Bob's Big Boy, there used to be quite a few restaurants yep. here in Southern California, and it was different franchises around the country. Yep. It's always been Big Boy, but there was Elias Brothers Big Boy yep. and Bob's Big Boy and, and, and different names, so there was yep. different franchises. But here in Southern California... The Bob's Big Boy restaurants are far and few between. So we had one here in in El Cajon right. closed about two or three years ago, sadly, and it was it was great, but they closed it. So now, did Elias Brothers buy that from Bob's from Marriott? I no, I think uh, there were just different franchises okay. around the country. So yeah. here in Southern California, it was Bob's. Okay. In other parts of the country, it was Elias Brothers. There, there were there were several others, and I can't remember the other ones, but Elias Brothers stands out. Well, you can't go home again because we went. 
And you're talking about the one in Parkway Plaza. Yes. It never seemed to taste like the one when you were nine yeah. years old, did it? Smith? Yeah, no, it didn't. There was no. something wrong. Something was wrong. Something we had, was very yeah. wrong. We had some here. We're talking the San Diego area. We had one down in Chula Vista. Yeah. We had one by the sports arena. There was a number of them. They've all, they're all gone. They're yeah. all gone. But good memories, though. Yeah, good memories. And, and some of the other goodies that you would find were the items that would come with with the purchase of something, and it would be inside, yeah. and, and sure. they wanted to get your address, right. is what they wanted to do, so, uh, like you say, the laundry soap, or, yeah. or, or food products, yeah. um, I remember my mom, I think she still has this, a whole big shoebox full of recipes from Kraft, oh, yeah. from Kellogg's, from Pillsbury, and she got those in the mail, send, send 25 cents yeah. for postage. For our free, the Betty Crocker Guide to Birthday Cakes. Sure, yeah. And I bet every everybody's mom had some of those growing up in the yeah. 50s and 60s, a collection and a binder. And those were free. There were just yeah. so many free they things. Free, uh, yeah. Got a camera in 1966 for Christmas, a Kodak uh, a Kodak little uh, 126 camera. Yeah. Send this in for a, a free roll of film. Sure. They just wanted to find out they where wanted, you lived. Yeah, they wanted to get your address. Sure. Yeah. Here's one for you, Mike. I remember as a kid going to uh, one of the shoe stores. I can't remember what shoe store it was, but I remember my dad, I think, bought me a pair of shoes or whatever. They gave me a little comic book, a little, yeah. little comic book, a little small one, and it was actually the Jetsons. Yeah. little comic book. And I thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. So even going to a to a place like a shoe store or maybe a, uh, uh, you know, some other type of store, they would give you a premium also. You yeah. Know, you, you know, you take your son or daughter or whatever, they'd give you a little comic book or a toy or something. And I think apart from being a treat for a child, it was goodwill. The parents would say, hey, you know what? They, they gave my son or daughter yeah. a toy. Next time I need a pair of shoes, I'm coming back here again. Sure. You know? Probably one of the most popular of the baby boomer years, the most popular freebie giveaway next to nothing value item that put brand name in front of every American family household was the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Oh, sure. The yeah. whistle. The whistle, yeah. The little pla- You can't go into an antique mall without <laughs> seeing one or two of those in the yeah. shelf. Every kid had to have one. Every kid would go. I remember Engineer Bill in L.A. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Mayer would sponsor a grocery store opening, a grand opening. And Engineer Bill was a TV celebrity, and he had a layout, a train layout, and he was on KHJ, and he would do the grand openings. He would be there, Engineer Bill, with the whistle game, and it was train whistles, and there were six levers. And each kid, they'd stand in line all the way around the block, and the Wienermobile was there with little Oscar giving the little whistles. And then you continue on the line. Every kid got a pull. You'd pull one of the six levers. And it, instead of getting the, uh, the bad whistle, if you got the toot toot, the good whistle, then you got something really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really nice. But most kids, because I'm sure it was rigged, got the bad whistle. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get an Engineer Bill, uh, a little button to put on. Sure. Engineer Bill Club. Well, that promoted the heck out of Engineer Bill and KHJ, but it sold a lot of hot dogs. Because no way was Mom going to go in and buy Armour hot dogs. It was going to be Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer, yeah. And then the little Oscar, the little guy there in the chef's hat with the Wienermobile and the whistles. And all throughout where I grew up, Highland Park and Eagle Rock, in that afternoon after grand opening, it would be shrill. 
would shrill with the oh, sound yeah. of little kids oh. blowing the whistles, and you can never get the tone down. Da 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 da. But the Oscar Mayer whistle had to be the one of the best marketing coups. Yeah. In the in the history of the baby boomer generation. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. I still have mine. Do you? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I never had one, believe yeah. it or not. I never had one as a kid, but I remember them, you know, really well. Yeah. You know, and that was part of it. You know, not only was it, again, to, to give a kid something, a toy or whatever, it was a marketing ploy. A marketing ploy, yeah. And it was, and it also, as we said, it was something to, to generate goodwill amongst the, the parents, the people that are buying the product. Well, and everybody used them, too, Smitty. I sure. Mean, uh, newspapers, the, uh, our good friend Jeff Prescott would talk about right. this. The Herald Examiner. They would have little buttons, pin buttons, that you would put on your shirt or your clothes. Each one would have a different serial number on it. And it would be Gasoline Alley or Little Orphan Annie. It would be a cartoon character, and you would have to check on Saturdays to see if your number came up. What a better way to sell newspapers on Saturday. And these are very valuable. Look up uh, Herald Examiner premium buttons on eBay, and you'll see these, $45, $55, $65. I remember getting them and wearing them. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime uh, you had something like that, you know, it would catch on, and the kids had to have them, you know. Well, and to become part of a club. Part of a club. Yeah, of course, you couldn't let the other kids in the neighborhood all have one, and you didn't have one. You would go bug mom. Mom, you've got to go buy this. You've got to go buy that, because... John and, and Bill and little Mike down the street, yeah. they have one, so I've got to have one, too. Sure. Well, you'd have little clubs that were created by the cereal companies in the 60s, or actually 70s. It was Josie and the Pussycats. Yes, I remember. I remember that, yeah. And you would get the premium spoons out yeah. of the, the Kellogg cereal boxes, yeah. Well, and a card that you'd send in, and you'd get a membership card that you were a member of Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, you know, you had to be a member of Josie and the Pussycats, or else, you know, you had to sit outside in the curb by yourself. That's right, because your friends wouldn't play with you. Yeah, that's you were, right. you were cast you were castigated. Castigated. Yes. But I think the, uh, Mike, I think we have to say probably the... Uh, the most popular, uh, certainly the most enduring, again, is going back to those Cracker Jack boxes. We all have memories of our dads or moms buying us a box yeah. of Cracker Jack and we're munching on it and waiting to get that little envelope in there and open the little envelope up and see what kind of a toy we got. Uh, do they still do that? Do they still, does Cracker Jack still do that? Do we know? Oh, I'm sure they must, yeah. yeah. I, I, I believe they do, yeah. Yeah, that's such a, that's such a traditional thing. I don't mm-hmm. think that that would ever go away. You know, I don't know if the cereal boxes do the. I don't think the cereal boxes really have anything in them anymore, do they? I don't think they. Uh... <laughs> no, because the cereal boxes now. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Cereal boxes now in the back direct you to a website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Or they ask you to download an app where you can get stuff, but you have to go online, and uh, then you can get your stuff. Yes, and they'll have your address and all your information. Yeah, they, they got your. All about they you. got your email, and yeah. then uh, you know, you, then you can start. Uh, Putting all those emails in your trash. That's right. Yeah, you got to start dumping them away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike, what about the um, the little vending machines? Remember that there used to be a little penny and nickel vending machines, and they'd have like a little kind of a little egg shaped container, and you'd yeah. you'd crank it, and you'd, there'd be a little toy in there. Those weren't exactly giveaways because we'd buy them, but for the price of a penny, price of a nickel, you, they'd have some kind of a little ring or a little toy or a little doll or a little something. Do you remember those? Yeah, now I think that was the way to get your mom and dad's change after they just made a purchase <laughs> yeah. of a thrifty drug on yeah. the way out. On the way out, yeah. And it, there was a yeah, it was a little plastic, a, a little clear plastic. Yes. Thing. And in the machine was always something really cool. I think in my case it would have probably been the little pocket knife. Okay. Little pocket knife, uh, you know. No longer than the 
than your finger above the knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was a pocket knife, and oh, wow, it'd be nice to have a little pocket knife. And then there was a rabbit's foot. But everything else was junk. It was a Cupid doll, <laughs> yeah. and it was, uh, you know, some kind of... Oh, a, a stupid ring. Yeah, a ring. Lots of rings. Yeah, yeah. A ring with yeah. a little propeller on it that yeah. you blow and make noise. And, and so, yeah, it was a nickel. And you, <laughs> hey, can I have a nickel, Grandpa? Or Dad, can I have a nickel? And you get a nickel and you open this thing up and you open the little capsule and out yeah. would come this thing. Or it'd be a, a little paper map of buried treasure. Yeah. Make your own buried treasure map. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> it was about as big as a. As a as a sugar pack at a restaurant, but <laughs> yeah. you know it's fun and again it was reward. Oh, yeah. I got something. I got, cool. something, I got yeah. something. Yeah, and who cared if it only lasted half hour? Yeah. After you got it. Hey, you got something. Yeah, and then you, you moved on to the next thing. You, you know, you got something or yeah. you, you felt something. But you know, and then there were also little free things that you would go in and they would be there. Maybe a drugstore. They would have a. Uh, they would have a sale on something. You were a little kid and you you would get. A coupon or a thing and you would keep it and they hoped you didn't cash the coupon in because you seldom did for your next visit present this you wouldn't present it but you would look at something and you would get a, a mention of their product yeah. and that's all they wanted for you to remember sure exactly yeah but you you know back to the cracker jack boxes shoot those things had no shelf life i you right you did not fill your drawer up with cracker jack premiums no maybe you put it in your pocket and take it to school or something and then uh but probably, and we've talked about this on previous shows, Smitty, yeah. before we wrap up here. We've sure. got a couple more minutes, but we always go back to the Phantom, the Mike Bragg chameleon story. Oh, the chameleon story, yeah. The mealworms that invaded the chameleon. <laughs> and this, folks, if you had not listened to one of our early shows, maybe show 12 or 13. Oh, gosh, way back when. Because it still bugs me, buddy. It still grates uh, on yes, me. Yes, I'm sure it does after uh, all these years. Yeah, I was 10 years yeah. old and I was damaged. Yeah. You and wanted, I was swindled. I was victimized. That's right. The chameleon was uh, devoured by the mealworms. Yes. Yeah. Well, folks, what that was, uh, bazooka, the Bazooka <laughs> Bubblegum Company at the time, uh, they would have little pieces of penny bubblegum, and you'd open it up, and you'd get a comic, and on the back, you could buy something. There were premiums. They would always say 25 cents for postage or a dollar for post two bazooka wrappers and a dollar. Yeah. That way they didn't have to report the income. They just because they could write the postage off, I think. But there were things, and and you could buy, you could buy little items and and little trinkets, pocket knives. Yeah. And uh, a small fish hook set where you could yeah. go get a stick and make a fishing rod out of it. Yeah. Totally useless things, but it was so <laughs> exciting to get something in the mail. Right. Yeah. And the, even the back of comic books, we go back to the chameleon. Have your own pet chameleon. Yeah. They're trainable. They'll ride, and it shows this little boy, and he's got a chameleon riding on his shoulder. Yeah. And yeah. everybody looks so happy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the pe- chameleon comes six weeks later, and it's so dead. Yeah, so dead, and the mealworms are so fat. Yeah, the mealworms, they, they're about getting ready. There's, the only thing left is the poor little toenails on the chameleon. <laughs> and the mealworms are fat and sassy, and, yeah. of course, they don't sit really well on a little boy's shoulder, so no. you throw everything away. Yeah, that's right. You throw everything away, yeah. and, and then you go, oh, wow, that's too bad. Hey, let's go out and play. Let's go out and play, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll save up some more, and next time I'll buy the seahorses. Just add water. Just add water and an amazing <laughs> farm, uh, amazing stable of seahorses, and you could train them, uh, wash down your mom's driveway, <laughs> yeah. and iron, and everything yeah, else, seahorses. Yeah, yeah seahorses, yeah. And, and the monkey. 
And, and the, monkeys. the sea monkeys. Yeah. 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 That was, I always wondered about, I was always yeah. afraid to order those. I thought that they would be like little monsters. So I never, yeah. I never ordered them. I was, yeah. uh, I was very leery about that. Yeah. The only monkeys in question were the poor little nine, ten year old boys, the poor little monkeys that would <laughs> spend their lawn mowing allowance buying that buying stuff. Buying that stuff. Exactly. Well. Well, you folks, you know, share some of, share some of the stories with us. You're about ready to wrap this show up, Smitty, but I know yeah. you have memories of trinkets and little giveaways and little fun things from your past and. You know, I, I don't. It doesn't matter other than Cracker Jacks where you grew up in in the United States. There was always a little freebie somewhere going. Yeah, on. there's always a freebie somewhere, and it brings back good memories of a, of simpler times when we were kids. And certainly, if you have any memories of that sort of a thing, drop us a note. We would love to hear your memories on this or any other topic. You can reach us by writing to Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsight at gmail dot com. That's Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsight at gmail.com. Our website is galaxymoonbeamnightsite.com. Don't forget our Facebook page, the Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsite page on Facebook. We prefer that you contact us there if you're a Facebook fan. That way you'll get to share in our pictures and posts, and everybody's welcome to post things on, on our page. And, of course, all of our over 200 programs are available for your listening pleasure at iTunes and at MixCloud.com. That's all the time we have on our program. We thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, I'm Smitty. I'm Mike. And thank you for joining us on Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsight on the Galaxy Nostalgia Network. This is the Galaxy Nostalgia Network.